Sex Radio. Groove Cafe. It is the Groove Cafe on RX Radio and I am Crystal always looking forward to hearing from my guests and you know enjoying their stories along the way. Now my guest today is a strategic finance manager, a trainer and a coach. He is a, a tax expert as well and a mentor with over 15 years of experience offering strategic finance acumen and leadership in both profit and non-profit multinational organizations. At the moment he is the regional finance manager for Kalimo Trust. I have Mr. Baker Nyakana joining me today on the Groove Cafe. Thank you. Thank Hi. You. <laughs> I feel like there's so much know. more I could add, but then it's quite yeah, a mouthful, it, it, right? It, it looked like a whole paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Group Cafe. Thank you, thank you, Crystal. Uh, how are you doing? I'm awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm blessed. Well, when I was reading about you, yes, you are in finance, but one of the things I see that you're very passionate about is is mentorship and a lot of training and coaching as well. I'm sure this maybe stems somewhere back in your journey. Let me first ask if you are Ugandan, if you were born here in this country. Uh, at Kilimo Trust, we we usually uh, brand ourselves as East African, uh-huh. yeah, of Ugandan origin. Ooh. <laughs> oh my goodness, East African of Ugandan, of Ugandan origin. origin. Can I yes. use that as well? Can I? All right, because I was born in Nairobi, so I can kind of at least you know. Uh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I was I was actually born here in Kampala, mm-hmm. uh, Kawempe Division. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you were saying when we were chatting earlier that your dad uh, was a professor. Yeah, he's still a professor. He's still a professor. At Makere University. Okay. What was yeah. that like? Ah, it is uh, growing up with a professor mm-hmm. uh, means that uh, you have to do well in school. That is a given. Like <laughs> you, you can't. You can't just go aside, you know, from it. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and so he was a very, very good example to us as okay. far as academics was concerned. Mm-hmm. As you know, many parents usually tell you I was the best in class. And, uh, you know, I used to be the first. Mm-hmm. That was not him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For him, he was more of the example. Okay. Yeah. So he would show us his, his, uh, his grades, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. His class marks right from uh, when he was in Nabumali Secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he started his primary back in the village, mm-hmm. you know. So he started from a humble beginning. And, and that was one of the things that he used to tell us that uh, where you are is basically a starting point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but focus on where you want to go. Where you want to yeah, be. Yeah, keep that in focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we always kept in focus and uh, lived a humble life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to where we are. Okay. Uh, how many siblings do you have? Uh, we are uh, three of us. We mm-hmm. used to be four, but okay. now we are three. Uh, so that's Sorry, I'm the second born. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister is in the US. Uh, mm-hmm. She's our first born. And then my brother is here with us in Uganda. Okay. Our last born now. Okay. So your dad was very tough, very strict when it came to academics. Yes. What about your mom? 
Ah, my mom, the businesswoman. <laughs> ah, nice balance there. Yes, uh-huh. uh, she took things lightly. I think um, if you look at probably temperaments, mm-hmm. yeah, she must have been probably like a flag uh, mm-hmm. because uh, is it a flag or a melancholy? Mm-hmm. Some one of those guys who usually take things easy, uh-huh. but more organized. Okay. Yeah, very very organized. She used to tell us that um, yes, books are nice. Mm-hmm. But wisdom is better, mm-hmm. you know. So you have to always find that balance between having the knowledge and having the wisdom. Mm-hmm. It kind of sounds the same, but it's different. No, I think because you, yeah. you kind of had a balance of the book smart and the street smart. Yes, right, exactly. And street smart is very important in life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have uh, so many graduates, and that's one of the things that I usually talk about uh, where you find uh, people you know you've graduated mm-hmm. uh, you have your books your you, you probably your degree your masters but you're, you're living below uh, your minimum or your potential mm-hmm. and yet uh, you continue complaining you know uh, the problem is somewhere else yes. not with you <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so that, that was one of those things that our mom put in us okay yeah and we would see it with her i used to do business with her actually oh my yeah. goodness mm-hmm. i managed to travel uh with her when she would go shopping she mm-hmm. used to do her shopping from india okay yeah so we used to go together and and uh, you know uh, so the indian community are people that you know i hang with okay yeah <laughs> so i understand you know what they go through and how they actually have succeeded mm-hmm. in business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a big part of that is mentoring from a young age, getting people involved right from the time they even in primary school. Exactly. You know they start working exactly. in their family businesses then. Yes, yes. Uh even us on our side, okay, yes, we did not have like what you call a family business. Mm-hmm. But uh from my mom's businesses, uh we used to call her the lady who do any business, mm-hmm. you know from uh like you know preparing water and juice for people who are doing elections so that you know in the sun mm-hmm. uh, uh they can get refreshed uh to you know having a chain of shops uh on Loom Street you mm. know and doing import uh, and and export business so she did everything she mm-hmm. would never ever just sit there and do nothing and through all that we were there with her you know <laughs> <laughs> like a handbag <laughs> <laughs> she would carry you with you exactly. with however she went. Eh? Yeah, even as young as uh, 10, no, mm-hmm. actually even below that. I think I was like 7 when I was uh, uh, she was doing uh, business for, uh, she used to import things from uh, Nairobi mm-hmm. and bring them to Kampala mm. and then even the reverse uh, so that she doesn't waste the trip. Okay. So you buy something from Kampala, take it, sell it in Nairobi mm-hmm. and buy something from Nairobi and then bring, bring it, it here <laughs> to Kampala. Very smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would go with her, you know, it would be the, the kind of people who used to stop trucks, you mm-hmm. know, uh, you just put your thumb up and this could big truck stops and then, you know, it gives you a ride. Uh-huh. Yeah, that kind of thing. So <laughs> it's just interesting. Sounds like it was fun as well. Yeah, Lots of adventure. For, for us, definitely, we're just having fun. <laughs> as for them, they were struggling. Yes. Mm, you don't see the work that goes on behind the scenes. That's the beauty sometimes of being a child. Yeah. You just, yeah. you know, like, okay. Mm. Mm, but it's at least that you expose that early. That's yeah. a beautiful gift. Like growing up now, uh, I don't despise, like you cannot despise truck drivers. Mm-hmm. You do not despise taxi drivers. I usually tell people that, yes, I'm a finance manager right now, but I drove a taxi. 
Mhm. Yeah, you did? Yes. Yes, I drove a taxi in uh, my earlier part that, that was I think in uh, campus, yeah, just after campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, my taxi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? So you bought it? Yeah. And, and then you decided to be to, the driver. To, to drive it so that you understand what the guys are doing, you know. Uh, people start businesses and you hand them over to someone, uh, maybe a relative or you know, mm. you call this person an expert. But you're totally clueless what the guy is doing. True. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you really, really need to actually understand what the people that you're leading mm-hmm. are doing. Yeah, otherwise, what kind of leader are you? Absolutely. That my daughter asked me the other day. She's like, "Mommy, I see taxi drivers, and they're always working. When do they go to the toilet?" <laughs> <laughs> I remember she asked me that question, and I was like. Well, I'm sure they have, you know, specific stops, but that means you also have to have very good bladder control. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're not going to abandon your taxi. Exactly. Before a toilet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh deciding on your path mm, and going into finance, when did it start to make sense for you? Um actually the decision was made in uh senior one. Oh. Yeah. All but, the way back then. Yeah. But uh that time I was more or less okay this is where the money is ah. <laughs> so I, I like the movies which say that you know this FBI things follow the money yeah? then you'll find the guy <laughs> <laughs> so I was like yeah we need to follow the money mm-hmm. but at that time I remember uh, my parents were more like you have to be a doctor mm. yeah uh, my dad I think was uh, uh, pursuing his PhD at the time okay yeah so we're all like okay Uh, the doctor is the thing so we said okay we'll be the doctor but i've loved math all your uh, life huh? from uh, forever mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh, I, i remember in my primary five i i went and uh, and i did uh, i think to some kind of like an exam or a quiz or something like that mm-hmm. uh, for p7 mm-hmm. kids uh, and my teacher then uh, is uh, mr kamura say i remember he actually uh, brought me in front of the class Mm-hmm. In a P7 class they had failed to compute a particular number and he told me yakana show them how it is done <laughs> <laughs> and there I was on the blackboard uh, showing them how it is done the number looked very simple and I was like why are these guys what's getting... wrong with everybody else <laughs> oh yes. you are the people yeah and so mm-hmm. I did it and then I looked around you know your confused kid yeah mm-hmm. so I said okay you can go and I went back to my class Yeah, but uh so right from then mm-hmm. my love for math has been it. It's just that I didn't really know uh, should it be accounting, should mm-hmm. it be statistics, should it be you know, but it had to be something in math. Yes, yeah. you had to apply that somewhere. Exactly. Okay. So when my parents were talking about being a doctor, uh, I looked at it and then uh, in my biology class were cutting these rats and what cockroaches and I was like <laughs> Ah. <laughs> like uh, no no no, no. <laughs> so you had to go and actually bargain with my mom and then she said okay maybe an engineer <laughs> so was mommy who wanted you to be a doctor yeah okay. yeah yeah okay yeah. Mm-hmm. so engineer my dad was more or less whatever you can do mm-hmm. go ahead and do it but just do it well just do it well yeah okay. and i'm here to support you Uh, all the way okay yeah so, so from doctor said okay maybe engineer so yeah. i'm sure they were still more convincing along the way yes mm-hmm. uh so uh, i finished uh, secondary i was at king's college budo mm-hmm. uh while at budo one of the things that i uh, that was very good at uh, 
at Budo was the fact that uh, the, the teachers awarded us independence. So you would choose whatever it is that you wanted, mm-hmm. and uh, as long as you did it well. Okay. Uh, I like one of our teachers who, uh, on the first day of class, comes and gives us the course outline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reminds us that during our orientation, the library was in a particular direction, uh-huh. and then he tells us the books are in the library. This is what you need to study. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be giving you tests like every month, mm-hmm. and then he disappeared. And then I think he came back like a week to the tests. <laughs> that is a great foundation. I mean, most people experience that when they get to university. Yeah. But it is a great foundation because it teaches you to teach yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we had to, of course, uh, get into groups. Uh, try to. This is a senior one, mm-hmm. and and we are trying to discuss. You know, trying. You, you you're in this class <laughs> with all these bright kids. What from all the schools, and uh, so. Uh, I was like, okay. Uh, I remember a friend of mine, because mm. that's one of the things that they ask us uh, at the beginning of the term. What do you want to be? Mm. Uh, the guy said he wanted to be a dentist. So now these were now my friends. Now my mama told me to be a doctor. So team up with a dentist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you want to be an engineer, right? So uh, get the engineer also. Okay. Be friends. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you being strategic. <laughs> yeah, just be friends, be together. Okay, uh-huh. the other guy is not very sure where he wants to be. Uh, okay, 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 okay. We shall play games, uh, sports and laugh with you. <laughs> So let me look for the ones who are focused and uh, have a plan. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that, and it was more or less uh, because I, I remember at that time uh, there were kids who were coming from Kampala parents, you know, Nakasero and all of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, so it would be very nice to actually, you know, fit in with those. Yeah. But I don't know why, but I kind of just blended with everyone. Okay. Yeah. At the time, as long as the person was, you know, either the direction of a doctor. A direction of uh, an engineer mm-hmm. and those fields basically but uh senior five i got a change of heart and oh. uh, this change of heart by is going to shock you okay i wanted to do law <laughs> so we changed from all that and then you're like law yes okay and we ended up in finance and accounting i know i know yeah so uh-huh. i i had a friend of mine uh his name is uh, uh, Buri Alex. Mm-hmm. He was so organized. <laughs> I just admired the guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very organized guy. So I was like, I want to be like that guy. And and he wanted to do law. So I was like, I think that's where the guys are. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I like? It's allowed to change your mind. Exactly. Right? As you find your path. As you find your path, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and uh, actually to parents out there, like right now, I know there are some parents who are so strict on their kids. So mm-hmm. Have to do this, have to do this. Just let them be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just let them be. Find out what they are doing well. And, you know, support them in that direction. So mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, they are able to actually find their footing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I found my footing actually during VAC. I, uh, for campus, I applied for architecture. Okay. Yeah, so you see, I've moved from law. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Originally, the very, very first application was actually to law. Okay. Yeah. Then in the middle there, they brought us, you know, they told us. Now, that, that's the time when the teachers now put your marks in front of you. Mm-hmm. And they say, now you see, um, you want law, but you don't have literature. Mm. I'm like, yeah. Like, how uh, is that going to I work? have math. Although some people can still. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Actually, law was open at that time. Mm-hmm. 
So they say you're going to struggle. What you don't have? But I have economics because I did mathematics, economics, geography, and music. Ah. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, okay, um, okay, fine. Which one works here? Took me to the sciences. Mm-hmm. I like being challenged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I looked at the points and I was like, which one requires the most points? Uh-huh. It was architecture. Okay. Based on my combination. Mm-hmm. So I chose architecture. And then you had a change of heart. Um, I first qualified for it. Okay. I actually entered architecture. So class. you started? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. At Makere. And uh, I remember that lady, I think she's called Miss Namugwanya or something like that. And our first class, she tells us, uh, today we are going to study about space. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I wanted to come and drop buildings. <laughs> Definitely, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> It's oh, uh, all part of it. Yeah, I Light. Like, I don't know. Airflow. Uh-huh. All these different things. I was like, things. what is wrong with this woman? <laughs> you know, uh, I actually left her a poem mm-hmm. when I left class. I wrote it on the desk. A mm-hmm. little poem there for her. Mm-hmm. How confused I was in class. Okay. But um, from the kids who were in the class, my friends, they said that I was actually doing well. That mm-hmm. was on point. Mm-hmm. She told us to describe the space and I described it uh, in a poem. Mm-hmm. I actually did well. Like I was understanding what she was talking about yet in my head. But you had already checked out. You're like, nope, out. nope, Mm-mm. nope. This thing is not mine. Mm-hmm. So, um, during that time, I have a friend of mine called uh, um, Chitaimba. Mm. He's actually uh, currently is Reverend Chitaimba. He's, uh, I think, he's deputy something uh, at UCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he comes and tells me, "But you guy, now he was one of the. You remember at school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guys that I had actually uh-huh. collected around me. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he was one of them. Okay. Yeah. So he tells me that the way I see you, hmm, you look more of an accountant." Really? Mm. Okay. So he and tells this is me, someone who's known you pretty much half yeah, your life at that point. From mm. senior one. So he tells me now, you see, I, I actually even have a cousin of mine uh, who did accounting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you can actually do it. Uh, he also tells me that there's uh, another friend of mine who was also within the same clique. Uh, his name is Alex Mutebi. Mm-hmm. And for him, his brother had also pursued the same direction. So they like all sit me down. In the meantime, during that time, I have a very thriving mushroom business. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they tell me that because you're actually doing business, mm-hmm. because I was doing a mushroom business, mm-hmm. and, and I also had a, a, a rabbits, you know, farm kind eh, of, yeah, eh, at that time. First year. First year, first year university. Yeah, okay, yeah. you're busy. Those things I started them in S4 Vac. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we, we, we are like, okay. So they're like, but the way we see you, mm-hmm. you have this business mind, mm. uh, you're a go-getter, you, you, you like the numbers. Mm-mm. Architecture is not your it's thing. It's not for you. Yeah. So actually, I think those are the guys, now that I think about it, 
those must have been the guys who directed me in that area. No, um, you're blessed to have friends like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, such a blessing, such mm-hmm. a blessing, and we've kept in touch up to now, actually. Okay. Yeah. So that's how you you had business and you know businesses running, and it made perfect sense for you to go into accounting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When did you start thinking about sharing? You know, a big part of coaching, training, mentorship comes when you get to a point and you realize that maybe you've had so much guidance in your life mm-hmm. and you've been blessed to have it and that's what I'm hearing mm-hmm. and you start to see other people you know who also need this yeah when, when did that come to you that started uh, when I was at uh, I worked with Shell mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh, so I had um, a workmate uh, called uh, Emmanuel Mugaga mm-hmm. Emmanuel is a, is a very interesting guy so the very first time he is actually the one who taught me what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So he tells me that, Becca, the very first thing that you need to learn is how to request for an advance. Okay. Yeah, like, instead of teaching me <laughs> accounting, <laughs> the very first thing you need to learn is how to request for an advance. <laughs> okay. So he teaches me. I was me, not expecting that. Yeah, fill in the things what what but mm-hmm. i liked his passion for teaching mm-hmm. that guy would never leave any stone unturned you know like you can have friends at work mm-hmm. who are fearing uh, for their jobs you know that this guy might come and take my job yeah mm-hmm. that was not that guy for okay. him he would pour himself out mm. out there and and it was very interesting uh, working with him and then uh, I also worked with a lady called Kate Kabainji. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a finance manager at uh, DFCU. Mm-hmm. And she also had that passion for teaching. Being in that group of people, you know, they keep challenging you. Mm-hmm. So the next person who came to me now, uh, a guy called Zirawa, I was now teaching him as I was moving mm-hmm. out of that role. So I sat him down and I said, the very first thing you need to learn <laughs> is how to raise an advance. <laughs> Showed him what to do, everything, and, and how to do uh, uh, the role that he was going to do as, mm-hmm. as he replaced me. Mm. And it is so, like, you get that fulfillment mm-hmm. when you are giving back what you have. Absolutely. And it's so interesting that right now we are in an information age. Mm-hmm. And people think that keeping the information gives you power yes yet there's some people who hold tight and they do not want to share yeah and and i keep wondering when did the dead sea ever have fish in it you know because it has Mm -hmm. all these tributaries bringing water into it Mm -hmm. never gives out you know Mm. and people need to learn that that the more you give the better you become Mm -hmm. you get the better you become so right at that time um i just started working in shell I meet these wonderful people. Mm-hmm. They teach me. I worked in Shell for like eight years. But every two years, I was actually being promoted. Okay. Yeah. And one of the things that was very clear uh, was the teamwork. People would, would mm. just loved that. And I would not just teach people in finance. I would go to, we had guys who were in the, in the depot, mm-hmm. you know, guys who were in procurement, guys who, like, People would even come and ask you the most bizarre questions. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you asking me that? No, no, the other guy said you, you're the one who knows. <laughs> uh-huh. I remember there's a guy called Mr. Mukasa Joshua. 
there's one time he came and asked me how to price mm-hmm. fuel. Yeah. Okay. So yes, I had done costing, but pricing? Mm-hmm. I was like, no, how am I going? So, but I did not show him. I didn't know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah. But that's one thing about me. You mm-hmm. can come to me with any question. I'll not tell you I don't know. You'll go and find yeah, out. I'll, I'll go and find out. Google okay. is everywhere. So, mm-hmm. so I first told him, eh, that? Ah, okay. Let's meet at this time. Uh-huh. So I went searched, did my car research there and all of that. <laughs> when he came, we went through the thing. Then he said, ah, but then here... Now he started actually showing me how the thing is done. Okay. I don't think he actually knew that he taught me how to do it. Then after that, I taught him how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so you were learning from each from other. From each other, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, we, we put out the prices out there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we remained competitive because that was a time when uh, actually fuel was, uh, there was scarcity of fuel okay. in Uganda. Mm-hmm. And we had to put out a competitive price so that we do not, uh, um, you know, we make a profit mm-hmm. at the end of the day, but without constraining the citizens. Yes, without, yeah. in a way, taking advantage. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. If, if actually you remember that time, I think it was around 2008, where the first time, I think, um, the, the borders were closed after the, the, yes. the, 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 the war. Was it the, the civil something, you know? That happened next door in Kenya. Yeah, in Kenya. Mm-hmm, that yes. election, I think uh-huh. violence. Uh-huh. Yes, that election I remember, violence. I remember people talking about 3 a.m. phone calls to go and get a few uh-huh. from different places. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, so some of us were back there in the offices trying to do those numbers to mm-hmm. ensure that, you know, uh, people stayed around. It's just so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so what I'm hearing from your journey so far is it's very important the company you keep. That's very, very clear. Yeah, yeah. Also, what you learn, you share. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I know there's also a big part of volunteering in your journey. Yeah. When did you start volunteering? Um, I started volunteering uh, in 2006 mm-hmm. yeah, at Watoto Church, Lugoa. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the church had basically just grown, or we call it bathing, mm-hmm. uh, to that side of mm-hmm. town. And uh, originally, all the money that was being collected would be taken to downtown. And then in downtown, there was a team of guys who used to count the money mm-hmm. and then later on banked. Yeah. Okay. So now they wanted to set up a team in Luboa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at uh, that time, um, you know, this lady comes and says, Ah, Becca, I know you. Come. <laughs> and you're an accountant. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yes, we want people who are accountants. You come. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so just like that, uh, they, they, they assembled us as a team <laughs> <laughs> and put us together uh, to do the thing. And then they said, uh, you're the one we know. Mm-hmm. You're going to lead that team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Being in my nature, I, I never refuse challenges. I actually mm-hmm. love challenges. Yeah. So I, I took it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ladies came from uh, finance in Watoto mm-hmm. and they taught us what to do. Yeah, and, and we, we sat there and learned and were like, okay. Uh, so, uh, what is uh, they, they had their processes, they were all in their minds. Mm-hmm. So, one day we are like, ah, but guys, stuff is not clean. Okay, so you yeah. needed like a system yeah. structure. I think it's something that is in my head. I like working with. Um, Things that are organized, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, processes that are clear, so that if I am not there, mm-hmm. 
stuff will continue yeah, yeah stuff shouldn't be centered around a person mm-hmm. things should just keep moving yeah so we we sat down as a team and came up with a process okay yeah then uh, we waited now for our bosses <laughs> who told us <laughs> to give you the go ahead to show them our process and tell them guys does this make sense to mm-hmm. you guys yeah mm-hmm. yeah so we showed them and they're like what <laughs> they adopted it okay across all the campuses and for us we're just doing it for just for us mm. you know and so they adopted it across the campuses and it's very interesting that later on when i joined the finance team at watoto mm-hmm. that is actually when i get to learn that this thing started like that eh? <laughs> <laughs> so they get to when start. you came in later you're like yes, oh. yes. so you guys are doing the things that we told you like yeah actually when you guys told us mm-hmm. realize it made sense so we just replicated across oh, wow. <laughs> like ah, it's very interesting <laughs> Yeah mm-hmm. but uh so that is my volunteer journey and uh the passion that I have for volunteering mm-hmm. is mainly uh giving back because mm-hmm. um like I started with my journey um you know climbing tracks uh moving with my mom um at some point between uh before 86 uh we were in exile in, in Kenya okay yeah so all of that I look at it as god has done great in our lives. Mm-hmm. So he has given us freely. So let's give back freely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anything that is brought to me uh to volunteer, mm-hmm. I just do. Okay. Yeah, giving back, you know, thanking God for what he has done done in our lives, yeah. Oh wow. Um as we wrap up I'm thinking about what you said in the beginning that you know at some point you were a taxi driver with your mom she did everything and anything yeah. and that's why uh you have a respect for pretty much whatever anyone does. Yeah. Um for people you're saying you know sometimes people are looking at young people even older people by the way yeah. they're looking for someone else to blame when it comes to their journey as someone who does a lot of mentorship and trainings um any words of wisdom for us as we wrap up to reach your full potential Mm. to to find your calling. Um well, I'll look at a couple of pointers. Mm-hmm. First of all, it is your faith. Okay. What do you believe or who do you believe or you know, people believe in God, um others believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. But have that anchor, that anchor, that never changing foundation in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you keep wavering, you will be tossed around by any wind that comes mm-hmm. yeah so just focus have that anchor in your life then secondly get to know yourself mm-hmm. get to know yourself you know we have so many advisors eh? <laughs> like like right now uh, where we have youtube cg uh, twitter <laughs> what yeah. dr kasenen here everywhere. and there <laughs> uh, Everyone will tell you what to do. Do this, do that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You will actually take all this advice and end up in the same place where you are. Mm-hmm. Because that advice worked for them. True. Yeah. Find out who you are because God created you as an individual. Mm-hmm. He created you unique. Yes. Yeah. So, find out who you are how god created you he created you for a purpose and that purpose is just yours so when you find out who you are and what your purpose is mm-hmm. you will do a lot a lot 
you you will not be listening to anything you will just be focused you know when you have a purpose it gives you focus mm-hmm. yeah because that is the only thing that you are looking at mm-hmm. yeah and thirdly just research mm. yeah research on your own mm-hmm. yeah I, i know keep learning yeah, th- there is there is thing about uh, okay i'm a christian mm-hmm. so in many cases we listen to our pastors but i tend to tell people even the pastors make mistakes oh yeah They are human They're also beings. still learning. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So if if you just hear what the guy says, I mean, uh, I'm one of the people who have gone through uh, Dr. Kasenene's program. Mm-hmm. He was my classmate. He, ah. he was my clique, <laughs> that clique. He oh. was in the clique, yes. Okay. So I went to him. I was struggling, I think like twice this current size. Oh, that, wow. That, okay. That so at one moment, I was just climbing stairs like a flight of like 11 stairs mm-hmm. and i started panting i was like becca this is not you mm-hmm. yeah uh, so i go to him he gives me his uh he, uh he was not around so i talked to dr brian mm-hmm. byron sorry and and he gives me the, the thing mm-hmm. i did it for uh two weeks two weeks yes two weeks and failed it wasn't for you it was not working for me mm-hmm. but i learned the principle okay. of what they are trying to teach uh-huh. yes so i now found out who am i in all of this thing that byron is telling me mm. what works for me and i found out what works for me and i did that mm. the next thing people are looking at me and they're like becca do you have a problem are there problems at like home how are you losing so how much how are you losing so much weight i'm mm-hmm. like I-, i have no problem firstly but It is, it is deliberate. Mm. So they tell me, tell us what works for you. I told them I went to Dr. Kasenene. <laughs> Then they tell me, but that stuff is very hard. Does it really work? <laughs> I'm like, just get the principle mm. at the end of the day. So continuous learning. Mm-hmm. I read a lot of books. Okay. But I am a poor reader. Okay. So, so it's very intentional. Yes. And okay. because I learned that I cannot get a book physical book and read it i do audios uh-huh you do audio yes. books mm-hmm. i do audio books and i do them anytime i am the kind of person who can learn in the midst of chaos mm. yeah and when i knew that about myself so i'm like if i get an audio book and i'm in traffic jam i'll be okay you're calm yes because and i'll follow through uh-huh. you get yeah so having that with those things that, that I've mentioned you know uh, your faith uh, getting to know yourself and your purpose mm-hmm. and then finally continuous learning i believe that you will be able to to get to your potential mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and probably a fine one just to sneak it in there uh-huh. please don't blame everyone around you <laughs> <laughs> no that's very important <laughs> yeah very important there's a lack of responsibility Uh, for so many people i think mm. we see it around us yeah. it's always something that has happened to you exactly. yet life happens and you react so exactly wow mm-hmm. and you, you just you just need to move on yeah i, I see so many people blame government for this <laughs> they blame their parents for this uh-huh. uh, blame my spouse for this i uh, blame my brother for this i mean at the end of the day like you mentioned It was your choice. Mm-hmm. You reached where you are based on a summation of all your thoughts and your choices. So 
because of that, because I keep asking myself, if I am in the same environment with someone who is thriving, mm-hmm. what is wrong with me? Yes. Must be something around me. There's something I'm not doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, someone might say you're bewitched, but okay, <laughs> fine. Uh, okay. How did those guys do it? Mm-hmm. You know, okay. We are in the same environment. There must be something different. Mm-hmm. this guy is doing that's true yeah. that is true well thank you so much for joining me oh wow goodness so awesome. much to take away from this conversation <laughs> uh blessed to have you on the show thank you again awesome it is it is so good uh i, I feel so blessed <laughs> and uh i feel like if there's any other chance to come back i'm available oh i'd love to have you <laughs> thank you thank you yeah proof cafe